Welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined, as always, by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.gi. G-I. Now, before I go any further, I will say that we are also joined by Aidan... Fuck, what's your surname? Hampson. <laughs> 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 <Stage> right. <laughs> by Aidan Hampson... There we go, there we go. ...from... Oh, what's my... Um, AidanHampson.co.uk. AidanHampson.co.uk. Oh, I know yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, G-I. Send me a bit of a spin, G-I. Oh, G-I, was it? G-I, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Guinea. No. Papua New Guinea. It's, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's a British territory. Right. Oh, oh, oh I know, I know. Oh, go on. Is, is it a rocky place? Yes, it is. Oh! <laughs> Fist bump there with Aidan someone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Yeah! Gibraltar. Classic. Two points. Fantastic. Two points to Aidan. You get officially recognised. Aidan is, of course, our base ambassador for this podcast. And dare we say friend? Yeah, well, I don't know. It's about three minutes ago. <laughs> That's all of right. course, you can call That's me. Right. I mean, I'd, I'd probably forget your surname if it wasn't. <laughs> Same as yours. I'd <laughs> blank. Yeah. Well, we never. Right. Anyway, let's let's let's, let's bury yeah, that. Let's, that's, see, let's bury that particular moment. <laughs> Quick question: What's the currency of Gibraltar? Ben, I'm glad you asked that. Thank you. It's the Gibraltar pound. Really? Yes. Oh. Hmm. Great fact. Other <laughs> another, another quick question. You asked me. I did. Another quick question. What? podcast network are we part of sam we are part of the deep dive podcast network we certainly are it is a wonderful network of podcasts all focused on deep dives in, into particular musical acts it certainly is at deep dive Podnet on twitter if you'd like to get involved there yes and do good friends good times hashtag good friends good times <laughs> yes <laughs> indeed uh, we're also going to try and get in the habit of doing our socials up front because yes. that, that means in the last few weeks, we've had an upsurge in ambassadorial requests. We have. The badges have been flying out the door. They certainly have. Uh, anybody who would like to be an ambassador can be anywhere in the world. Aidan, you're an ambassador and you, you're a base ambassador. And you yep. take your role very seriously. Oh, you? extremely. Yeah, extremely seriously. Well, and the good thing about uh, Aidan's application was he came and collected the badge himself. Yes. So <laughs> saved, saved us on the PMP. <laughs> yeah. Could have driven it around, actually, couldn't we? I could well, have dropped off my way to work. Well, we could have, Yes. But uh, no, all over the world, we run wonderful, a wonderful benefits program, which is attached to the ambassadorial program itself. Yes, it and the AGM is always an absolute hoot. Never been to one, never been invited. Well, I can tell you. Oh, my God. You wouldn't have believed. It was amazing. The last one you missed out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. We all went around and introduced our, ourselves fully. Yes, I'm and sure so you that's did. How I, how I know Aiden and I. <laughs> that's why I didn't. Yeah, exactly. So, no, yeah, it's a great program. Please apply. You caught me with the mouthful of lager there, Sam. <laughs> so, may as well do the sponsorships while we're at it. Let's yes, get them let's. out of the way then. Sam, you are sponsored by a beautiful, beautiful gift uh, from our base ambassador. Aiden brought this in today. A spooky today. gift. It's, yes. Uh, yes, it's a themed gift, Halloween themed. Trooper, Day of the Dead, ale. Right. Special edition label. It doesn't specify what kind of ale it is, but I will find out now. Take it to the mouth. I'll apply some to the mouth. Oh, very nice. Oh, I don't know. It tastes of ale. 
for those who haven't worked out up to this point, I'm not an, an expert on these this particular subject. But it is an Iron Maiden ale, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's, it's, it's yeah. brewed in conjunction with Iron Maiden. Good. I don't know anything about this. That sounds, that sounds like a loose affiliation. <laughs> <laughs> well, presumably that's one of yeah, that's one. Of, that's Eddie. That's a that's an actual. I think photo. that's Eddie, isn't it? They're, they're, yeah, they're but the is that Eddie? Character. I guess so. An, well, and there is the tie to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, of course, because one of the songs we're going to watch today is Eddie by the Red Hot Chili done. Peppers. Nice yeah, thank you yes. very much. <laughs> I'll just say Earthy. All right, and what brilliantly opened on your John Frusciante themed octopus bottle opener. Yes, that went very smoothly. Which is positioned right over the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. I thought you were going to point out the the flaw in its positioning. It's well, positioned that, floor one. <laughs> floor one is the potential damage to the laptop. Floor two is the positioning directly over the gas cupboard, mm. which means you can't properly open the, the drink. The gas cupboard has both an, a Red Hot Chili Peppers asterisk on it and the logo of Jack Fox, a.k.a. our drum ambassador, Jack Magic Johnson. Fox. Great. <laughs> anyway, Jack, we're going to do a commentary with Aidan today on a show. This is an open invitation to Jack. I could email you this invitation as well to come on and do a commentary that's, more, that's got more information about the drums in. Aidan, mm. you're going to bring the bass bombs mm-hmm. today, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I hope so. So, yeah, right. so, do, so do we. <laughs> Aiden, yes, yeah, please, God. Aiden, you're sponsored by, at the moment... <clears throat> well, I've driven today, so I've brought the, uh, the Brewdog Alcohol-Free Punk IPA. But we do understand that you're going to have a house gin and tonic later on. Yes, you just that, which, is, which is my payment for, the, for today, right? You've for also sure. bought some lovely spooky you, cakes. Yeah, it's a, Halloween, a Halloween nine cupcake platter. Mm, lovely. From Morrison's. Yes. There you go. Sponsored, Ooh, by sponsored by Morrison. That's a big one. Yes, time. it is. Yeah. I'm sponsored by Carling, of course, and this mini Chubba Chups lolly, which is absolutely beautiful on the tongue. Oh, here we go. Mm. <laughs> Mouthfeel. Hard and round. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excellent. So, the episode today is... We haven't done the sodding socials. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll get that photo up. We'll get that sorted. Okay. Right. If you want to uh, see where this podcast is hosted for any reason, that's bentownsendmusic.net. Also includes some of my own music and some of my own cartoons. Happy yeah, days. well, very, very much worth checking out. Bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com. Email in to become an ambassador, a badge, and a flyer, a podcast flyer now. That's right, Instead yeah. of a slip, sent anywhere in the world. We do mean anywhere. Uh, but, well, yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, we do. We've discussed this. Is there anywhere we wouldn't send it? I'd rather not get geopolitical at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> On Twitter, I'm at UniversallyRHCP. Sam, you are? At Snack Townsend. Aidan, your online presence? And if you oh, yeah. Um, 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 Aidan Hampson Music, or one word. It's A-I-D-A-N. Ah, is that on Twitter? I think so. Okay. Okay. I think so. Well, it's too, like, it is now. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> if that blows up now. There's another Aidan Hampson Music. Yeah, well... Everyone's going to benefit, and that's, that's the great thing about this show. We're, we're inclusive. And we are going to just give Aidan's work a little plug. Fantastic tablets that you've done, uh, book-wise. I love the extreme stuff. As oh, yeah, yeah. That, that won't shock you. But stuff on YouTube, the Eddie bass video is yeah, that's up fun. now. Tip of my tongue is up now yes. still. I mean, that's, I mean, it's interesting, because whenever you re- release things on, on YouTube, 
um, the people who, who kind of own the material have the option whether to block it and stop people watching it or to allow it to be on YouTube and have you know, be publicly accessed. And Tip of My Tongue was public and able to be accessed from the day it came out, whereas Eddie wasn't accessible from the day it came out. He had to wait for the album to come out before they were able to... I'm confusing myself here. Before they were allowed Eddie to be viewable. Right. So they had, they had a different copyright approach from the two songs. Interesting. But, and, but they were both released before the album came out. Yeah. Very Weird. strange. And there's some bands as well which are more blockers. Than oh, the Be- Beatles and Queen are notorious. And, the yeah. Eagles as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rick Beato, the YouTube channel, uh, educated me about that. Mm. Good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> We are going to do a commentary for the show Live Austin City Limits. Yes, we are. We, this is the top and tail approach. We're not going to go quite yet, Sam. You're all right. We're going to have a break. So no, I'm just doing that. Just because I want to. Fine. <laughs> Nothing to do with the podcast. Now, where is the information? We're going to the fantastic RHCP Live Archive to know what we're talking about. Because they did two shows over there. This one was on October the 9th, 2022. Just 21 days ago. Fantastic set list. Better than the other one. Songs that were also on the set list, Parallel Universe, Other Side and Under Bridge, weren't done. But I think this is a stunning set list. The lineup: The Swan, Flea, John, Anthony, motherfucking Fushante. Of course. And of course, Chad the Myth Smith, ably backed up by Chris, Chris, Chris Warren. Yes. On the keys. And we should say happy birthday to... The Myth. The Myth... And Flea. And yeah, Flea, Flea was recent, wasn't he? Yeah. Was it a 60? And the Swan, fairly recently as well. No, the Swan is to come. Ah. The right. Swan is to come, I believe. But yeah, Flea 60, the Myth 61. Christ. Wow. He's still banging those drums very hard. I mean, we'll get into this as the show goes on, but I think, if anything, he's getting stronger with age. Well, we said earlier on when, that, he, that there was a period of time where it looked like he was getting weaker with age. He was wilting. Yeah. But he's back, full force, baby. Chad the Miss Smith. He's incredibly powerful. I wouldn't want him to punch me in the face. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Okay, well, let's just get into this a little bit more. One of the band is going to punch you in the face. Okay. okay. I, I know who I'm picking. Well, that's bad news. Can we all pick the same person, or has it got to be? No. No. It's oh, individual okay. picking. So, so we'll so start with you, then we'll do Aiden, then we'll do me. Okay, fine. Okay, Sam. And who is going to punch you Out of you the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, this won't happen because they refuse to acknowledge we exist. Past and present. Well, it might do. Yeah, they might oh, say that sodding podcast, yeah. come and punch um, us. Past and present or present members? Present members only. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's hard. I, I have a feeling that... No one's no, picking I know this who one I'm, on Chad, I, are they? I know who I'm choosing. Because if, you, if they're punching you in the face, then presumably you're, you're going to have some kind of meeting. So yes. I'm, I'm taking John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think there's a, there's a couple of reasons for picking John. Yes, I, I think he'll have the weakest punch. Hmm. Aiden. No, you know, no disrespect to it. No, no, he's a great fellow and a wonderful guitar player, but I just think that, that Chad and Swan are both going to punch harder. I, uh, John and Flea may be about the same. Well, you're giving away a bit much. Okay, well, I'll go now. But you're choosing last. <laughs> you're choosing last, so... Well, I think, I mean, who, watching them perform, they're all quite arm-based performers. Yeah. Aren't they? If you think about, obviously, the two guita- the bassist, guitarist, oh, drummers, yeah, very arm exactly But then you look at the Swans dancing, it's very like, you very can't see me, but there's a lot yeah. of that going on. And have you seen the size of that guy's muscles? Yeah, it's true. Mm. It's true. He looks um, like he does quite a lot of punching. Mm. I think 
there's so much love coming out of Flea that even if you punched me, it would still be a very affectionate yeah. smack to the face. Yeah. So, so, so I'm Flea. going for Flea. Yeah. Plus, you're quite tall and he's quite short, so would he be, okay. even be able to reach your face? I'd have, to, I'd have to get a little box for him to stand at. Or you kneel down. That's true. Or he has to stand on the box and you kneel down. Or, or jump and punch simultaneously. Yeah. So that's, that makes yeah, it harder. That's fine. <laughs> and I'll go for John as well. You One, can't. I've chosen John. Oh, in that case, I'll take a full beating from the mess. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, buddy. <laughs> okay, so we are going to go into this commentary track. We can't wait, and we'll see you on, yes, the other side. <laughs> ben, from the future, but also the past here, before we get into the gig, there's a couple of breaks. There's one where Sam goes, for, goes to the loo, and there's another where we have a bit of a technical snafu just before Give It Away. Um, I'll let you know when that happens. As and when that happens on the technical snafu, you'll hear their Red Hot start playing. Just let your copy of the gig run and you'll get to a pause point and then you can cut yourself back in. Uh, Just so you know, we watched the RHCP Live channel version of Live at Austin City Limits. So that's the one that you want to watch along with us. All right, so we are in position, ready to go. Sam, confirm your readiness. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Aiden. I am as ready as an Eddie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Eddie is still yeah, I well listen. done. I listen. That's a, that's a double <laughs> that's a reference. Pump. A double reference. <laughs> a double pump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you know you've, you've hit the big time when you get a double pump in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, let, you let the missus know when you get home. You've got double pump in the go? garage. How did it go? I got a double pump. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> okay, so we're ready to go. We're watching the version of this show that is... Uh, uploaded by RHCP Live. The reason being that on some others, Eddie is blocked, and this one, it seems to be okay. Yeah, I can confirm that last time I watched it, it, it was. Okay. So, let's crack on. RHCP, Austin City Limits Festival. The countdown is coming in. Three, two, one. Hit it, Sam! Cool. Did you just turn into a Texan? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> well, here comes Flea. Always bringing the energy. He's very energetic. 60 years old, can still jump approximately three foot into the air. Yeah, which is, fleas are famous for being able to do huge jumps as well, aren't they? Actual fleas. It's obviously... They, they can jump about 60 times their own body height. They can jump the furthest out of all the animals, can't they? Yes, they can. He's, he's just always so excited to play, isn't he? That's what, it's just a love of performing. Mm. It's great. And that first, big, that first big note as well is phenomenal. And you can see... The Ampeg amps, there they are. Chad straight in with the power. And I like this opening, this intro jam, because John goes through the phases of building up how quickly he's playing. So first, like, long fed-back notes, long held notes. There gets to the point where he's, he's going full for Shante on it, but he, he gets there by building it quite naturally. I'm still getting used to his new body shape when he's playing the guitar, though. Yeah, that takes that, a bit of time. It's, uh, what, the higher... It's the, you know, it always goes back to the high strap. <laughs> <laughs> Will he ever lower it? No, we'll I think... Talk, we'll talk to him about it when he comes it's on. It's only going to get higher, if anything. But then he'll be like this. Yeah. Well, we discussed before, it'll be right under his chin. What do, you, uh, what do you think the swan's doing right now? The swan out the back? No, what do you think he's doing right now? He'll be getting... getting it. He'll be feeding off this, He's I running think. laps around the backstage. Yeah, it, uh, either that or going for a wee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might be it. I mean, we both. He's approaching sixty. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think he'll be. Well, there, there is some footage of him at one of them where he's 
you know, he's just getting into it, and then he, he obviously comes on and does his thing. So imagine that, soaking yourself. I mean, Aiden, you've played some some pretty big gigs, but have you ever played in front of say sixty thousand people? Uh, if you say yes, once yes. <laughs> wow. How, well, how did you? Right, tell us a bit more. How did you get yourself ready backstage? Um, it's 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 the air of, ex, of ex, what's the word expectancy mm. because you you know that what you, what you've got to what you've got to bring to the stage has got to translate to that many people and you've got to, you've got to send it to the back sixty thousand. I mean, all the yeah. sixty thousand people there, you want them to be involved and enjoying yeah. the show. So you've you've got to feel like you're slightly larger than life, and from the moment you get on the stage, you've got to project. Mm. So that's what Flea's doing. He's getting on and saying to everyone, "I'm already feeling it," so yeah. you guys can start feeling it yeah. even before they've played a single note. Yeah. Exactly. And look at him now. And Chad is now laying it down, or he's, he's stepping up a bit. But Chad's just really, even at this point, he's laying it down so hard. He certainly is. I'm not such a fan of when John does his single taps. I I don't mind this kind of thing. I think you touched on it before. The soloing on particularly Dream Canteen and to a certain extent Unlimited Love. Unlimited Love as well, for sure. But Dream, you know, you just want him to the the solos to be a little bit more defined. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's And this this is for for a live solo. This is quite that's good. great. It's great in the, in that respect. Is it is he bringing more tapping into his playing? I think he has. On the last... Well, obviously, there's a tapping on uh, Don't Forget Me. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. But that was better tapping. What is, he's, like, doing some, like, Ben tap release stuff. And that works to an extent, but, like, just there, he was, like, doing a tap and holding it for quite a long time and releasing it. That's quite nice when it feeds back. Mm. But, but I don't know. Yeah, I think there is more tapping in his playing. And I don't think he's a natural... Tapping. It's not his natural way of playing. Don't forget me was very structured. It was part of the song and it was the... Yeah, you know, exactly. It and it wasn't the more. solo that he was doing tapping on. No. It was the, it was the verse part. I, and I think when it, it comes to yeah. a song like Don't Forget Me... <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, they've arrived! Yeah! Um, when it comes to a song like Don't Forget Me, it just all fits in so nicely. It's all so natural. Whereas some of the stuff he does on the newer albums, just look, do you think... Oh, look at his little smile here. Lovely. Mm. Oh. That, that reaction, though, from when he plays those first notes, he can't stop. And you get that reaction back from the crowd. Chaz feeling it. Just Yeah. And look, there's, there's a certain level of confidence and just relaxation in their performance now. I think, you, I think that's a very good point because the previous commentary we did, as, as I can't remember if I actually said, we were topping and tailing it. We did a previous live show from early on in the tour. Yeah. We're doing this one from right at the end. The, the difference between those two shows is palpable. Here he comes. Look at Chad's up. Out there. I love Felice dancing in this bit. <laughs> is and this is a very slow <laughs> intro. I think Chad's probably going to speed this up. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> and there he is, the swan. Yeah, I was going to try and get hold of a string, a string T-shirt. Well, yeah, like Rabsy Nesbitt <laughs> and the swan. <laughs> well, yeah, more, but is, does Nesbitt wear a, a T-shirt or a vest? No, a vest. Yeah, yeah. so to, you, it, the vests are easy to come by, but T-shirts, not so much. I'd love to see you in a string T-shirt. Mm. Uh, I'll, Briefly. Yeah. All right, so on, honest opinions, right? Mm. What do you think of Flea playing a, a jazz bass? <sighs> it's been... It's, it's been He's recorded using a jazz bass more than any other instrument in the history of the, their discography. Mm. But it still looks a bit... It's, I just want to see him on a Stingray. So, aesthetically, 
I it yeah, I don't think it looks what I would consider right on yeah. Flea. Sonically, I don't think my ear is good enough to be able to tell you if I closed my eyes and you said what's Flea playing, mm. I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. Maybe the Stingray is a bit punchier. Well, on a bass guitar, a lot of the sound comes from the electronics rather than the shape of the body or the wood mm. it's made out of. And if you look at his jazz bass, it's still what you would call a music man pickup, which is that humbucker towards like nudge towards the bridge a little bit so there is a it will inherently sound like a music man because it's wired up like that so he's got a music so man maybe, in so the maybe, body of a yeah because the electronics are such a big part of the sound I and mean, you can see there um that he still he still wanted to have his signature sound it's just in a different body shape and a different mm. feel of the instrument that's a good point because when you think about the uh, acoustic guitars or anything with a hollow body the the hollow body or a chamber guitar, that's going to make a big difference sonically, mm. isn't it? But what about with electric guitars then? It, is it the... Is it, say, if you play a, a Les Paul and you play a Strat, is, is it the fact that you've, you've got humbuckers in one and single chords in the other one that's doing 90% of the difference in the sound? I mean, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it is to do with that. I mean, the other things do come into play, like the scale length for Les Paul, I think, makes a big difference yeah, as well. Okay. Um, and the chambered body and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but electronics have played a massive part of it. I do like the fact that in this section now, John's playing a lot more of this, the in-between chords on this section, just the, the little suspended chords, the little interqual, in, interqual chords. And he's mixed nice and high here, and in the swans mixed a little bit quiet, if anything. Well, John's vocals are absolutely right here. He's got a load of reverb on when he first started singing, and it does, they do back that off. Uh, John, quickly, yeah. one. Uh, John, John, yeah. But it's great to hear him at a proper volume because that was part of the problem in the early stages of the tour was that he was just too quiet. Mm. And look at this. This is Slane Castle levels of Can't Stop Solo. This yeah, is great. Yeah, the whole thing. They're so tight. That's what struck me when I watched it the other day. You're talking 20 years plus since Slane Castle and their performance level hasn't dropped. I think John there is... Um... What's he done? Is he's Mr. Pedal there? I wasn't quite looking at the screen, but he comes back in for his backing vocal. Yeah, doesn't quite get the backing vocal right. I think he's Mr. Pedal because he can't look down when he's singing. Yeah, well, your, head, I, your head's you've got to be in the mic, haven't you? I think this is why John sometimes and Josh as well, and I do when I'm playing live. I have the mic angled up, so I have it underneath rather than on top and angled up, so that I can look down mm-hmm. at my a my tablet, so I can't ever remember words or chords, <laughs> but b my pedals, so I can see what I'm doing rather than having to sing and look out that way. Mm. You can still do that, but it also means you can just look down a bit better as well. Let's have a look at how his mic's set up next time he's in. Great performance! Awesome. Can't yeah, stop great. there. Just and here incredible. come the uh, here come the subtitles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what the words are. <laughs> but let's just remind ourselves that three of these lads are sixty, pushing sixty. Yeah. If not already sixty. That man there's sixty. And this man making that gibbering noise is. <laughs> I don't actually. I've noticed his mic is quite low. I don't know whether it's the video feed or the live feed. But his, his vocal mic is noticeably lower than the others, I think. Oh, yes. Maybe it's a great decision, I don't know. Well, I don't think it is, because he's, <laughs> he's got it for a reason. Like, I can't stop there. On, yeah, on, the, on the lines that he carries, it, uh, 
before the chorus, the, like the belly dancers lines and stuff that yeah. sw- that, that Flea sings to give the Swan time to yeah. get a breath to sing the chorus. Yeah, you can't hear what he's what Flea's singing. No, but I, I think it is a creative decision because he's he's kind of doing it for the song, but he doesn't really want to do it. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. He's just now that Danny California has just been included in the Ben Townsend music set list. Apparently so. Yeah. Ooh. What, for your for the, the your gig live gig. live at the Dusty Barrel in Amazing. front of and I'm not I'm I'm not going to be shy about it sixty thousand people over <laughs> <laughs> if not more <laughs> if not six sixty like all the height ah I I do honestly believe that Chad's level has increased because of John's return yeah. I, I think all of them in fact but Chad so noticeably. He's back to the, he's back to that point where he's hitting the drums as hard as he's ever hit them. I think. Well, he is, but it's just some of the little touches. I guess he's he's probably already he's always been this good, but I've noticed he's playing more with more with the singing now. He'll do little accents on the hi hats, yeah, like the syncopation of the singing, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. And you do see that the Swan seems to look to him quite a lot when he's not sure what's happening. So maybe their their relationship is quite important to the Swan. Well, I think. Chad's the one at the back who's who's got the ability to communicate with everyone that's on stage the easiest. Yeah. If you're not sure what, what you're doing... Check with Chad. Check with Chad, yeah. Check with the myth. He'll sort you out. That's a nice little Danny uh, uh, little solo there. Yeah, and quite close to the album. Right, we do have to talk. Can't just let uh, we can't just enjoy the <laughs> show. <laughs> no, one thing I was going to say is these these old songs. Where where the Swan, I think, vocally has improved. He's so good on these old songs. Where he kind of stumbles, and this is what you you do as well is he pushes. He always pushes himself. So I think he finds the newer ones more difficult because he's a better singer now, but he's still pushing himself to the limit. Mm. Whereas these older songs, he finds easier because. He's better now than he was then. Right. Mm. What do I do? Well, you often say you write a song and then can't really sing it because you, you always... Oh, it. yeah, I was writing too high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think watching them on stage is, is interesting as well with the, where they're more relaxed with the older stuff, their actual general positioning and presence on stage. Mm. If you compare that now to when the, the newer stuff comes in, it's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. So is there going to be a Return of Dream Canteen tour next year, is my question to you. And will they keep this same stage set up? Because I like, I've liked it with the, the huge back screen and the, two, and the two side screens. Well, my contacts within the RHCP camp mm. say they will play, Yeah, but they will change the... <laughs> <laughs> they will change that, and one of them will punch you in the face. That's <laughs> uh, true. But you get to choose who, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Because the reason I ask is, John said in uh, his interview that he's just warming up and he's looking forward to next year. Yeah. Plus, the Glasgow question is still hanging over us all as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. It is. Are they just going to... What are they going to do? Why have they not communicated with anyone about what they're going to do? Because these people paid a lot of money. If I was a Glaswegian or anyone who was going to that gig, I'd be pretty hacked off by, the, by this point. That I'd paid my money and had no information at all about what was going on. How long has it been now? A certain amount of time in. <laughs> How long was that back in June? Yeah, something like that. Wow, six months. It was, it was yes. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. after... 
It was after the Manchester gig. Yeah. It was after both both of the Both league. of ours, yeah, I think. Yeah. It's on his knees there, look, classic pose. Oh, but he's had to get up quite quickly because his knees are a bit older now. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get up now, I'm never getting up. Mate, I'm 44. <laughs> if I went down on my knees there, I wouldn't be getting up. It's like, it's like a scene from Spinal Tap, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I would be... I'd need the swan on one side and flee on the other under the arms to get me back up. <laughs> no, you could still, yeah, but you could still fall into the classic pose. I could, be and that would to... be it. I wouldn't be able to get back out. No, of it. But that's all right. This is nice from John. Just play anything really quickly. But he's playing that be- better then than I've seen him. Mm. Like talking about warming up. I mean, you're talking about his technique on the guitar. It's much more kind of uh, precise there. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. I think these these things where he knows it's. I mean, he's not playing exactly what he played on the album there, but it's a signature part of the song, isn't mm. it? Yeah. And if you didn't do that, you'd have people like us moaning about You're it. You're getting deep trouble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like this bit, because Flea doesn't hear him. Oh, yeah. Come join me, Flea. <laughs> what? Flea, won't you join? <laughs> 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 won't you join us, Flea? <laughs> what, what does Flea say, then? He says... His ears aren't so good. He goes, well, I didn't hear him. And then, then he then just takes Rachel out and then scatters his shoe. The, <laughs> the whole thing falls off. But I flat. do love him. I'll give this one his due for that little voice. Won't you join us, flea? Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, this song. There's the Hendrix guitar. Do you remember he talks about that, Sam, on the previous commentary? That's Jimi Hendrix's guitar. Yes, I do, Ben. Yeah. Actual Hendrix's guitar. That's the information I've been given. And wow. you'll see on the, I don't know, the underhorn, the lower horn of the guitar, mm. there's, yes. a, there's a strap, but, uh, you know, there's... Oh, yeah, OK. Because Hendrix also... And that supports the theory. And also other things that support the theory, like it's true. Yeah, Hendrix was seen playing that guitar. Yeah. I think, who, I can't remember who gave it to him, but... Hendrix? Mm, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> there's a Keith Richards guitar that he's got his hands on somehow as well, knocking about, I think. What telling, is it? Probably, yeah. I mean, this is great. John's... One of the major flaws in, in the early tour dates was just the backing vocals were too low. Yeah. And I love this and first it's solo. it's inexplicable. Yeah, this is lovely. I love the first solo being just chord-based. Uh, chord but again, that might have been a creative decision. Maybe John wasn't confident enough. Well, why didn't he do the backing vocals on If You Have To Ask on that first commentary we did for yeah. this tour? And, of course, the mystery surrounding Under the Bridge still rumbles on. Well, he kept crying, didn't he? They were meant to play at this gig, but it was knocked off the set list, as was the other side in Parallel Universe, you as I alluded it. to earlier. It's just happened a lot with the Chilis, hasn't it? Yeah. All last minute of all things the set lists. Yeah, and also not playing for very long and then making the gig shorter. <laughs> well, exactly, that's the thing. At least at ours, we got... Um, I could have lied instead. Because they were supposed to play Under the Bridge in Manchester. Yeah. Mate, well, they could play like I could lie. To have University Speaking and I Could Have Lied in the same set was yeah. great. And they only played University Speaking six times on the tour. So are we thinking that they knew we were out there? Well, we know that for a fact. Because um, <laughs> April... So <laughs> 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 great certainty. <laughs> April on Twitter had tweeted, had tagged Flea into the photos of us travelling. Yes. And so he, he knew we were on our way. He, he, yeah, no, he hates us. I would go that he, far. he either doesn't know we exist or he hates us. They're the two options. Yeah, okay. So, if yeah. anything, I'd say... It's the hate. Yeah, probably the hate. 
he played it to us because he hates us. <laughs> <laughs> he did it out of spite. Yeah. But it backfired because we enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, you so got a bit flea. of Flea there. Flea's getting involved. He's still, he's still mixed a bit too low, though. It's more of a bolstering vocal, John, though. John please. flipping it there to the uh, the bridge pickup for the solo. Ugh. It's a great sound. There's only three. Remember, there's only three musicians on stage. It's right huge, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. I like the way Chad is about to catch up to what John's doing and do the live at Sloane Castle snare roll. And the Swan oh, expected nice. it as well. Ah, oh, okay, I mean, they um, haven't put a foot wrong so far. I want to sign, signpost the moment here. I don't think anyone does a, an end of song slowdown better than Chad. And I've, I've spoken to you this, about this to you before, haven't I, Ben? Mm. And sent you a little mashup I made of the last moments of Chili's songs. Yeah. And it's the last beat of it hitting into that moment there. Yeah. There's just something very Chad about it, and no one else does it like him. Mm. It's almost as if he's just holding those arms up half a beat longer or yeah something. but no but it's a, it's a signature chat thing I don't yeah. know breaking the girl vibes here I very nice. much at this point if I was there would be saying great loved it now stop this i <laughs> 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 fit another song in the set list <laughs> yes like don't don't cross parallel universe out. well it's this kind of thing that costs you at the end of the game costs you dear yeah that's always a nice sight to see John facing a wall of uh, Marshall cabs with his socks so high. It's lovely to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's lovely to see him in shorts with high socks. Oh yes, it is. It's classic, classic late eighties John, early nineties. John. Mean, it's the guy saying, "I'm going to wear my old T-shirt from twenty years ago." Yeah, I'm going to wear my white socks. I'm going to wear my blue shorts. Yeah. And the trainers. <laughs> yeah, presumably some form of underwear. <laughs> yeah, well, so, so. That's what I'm going to wear. <laughs> with with those shorts being up on the stage, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's true enough. What did he call them there? Uh, something security people. Yeah, but I don't think it was a derogatory term. No, absolutely not. No, he's on board with him. Mm. He loves yeah. him. Absolutely loves him. Just going to have a look at the set. This Chad's just having a wipe off there. What's Flea saying? Thank you for the what? So like, you can hear him from the other mics, but not from his mic. Oh, here we go. And now, James this is actually... I enjoy this performance of Aquatic Math Dance. Yes. This is... Take it back to the Jane Fonda Theatre that we spoke about. Sorry, the Peter Fonda Theatre. <laughs> yes. It's, it, it's just so tight and clean. John looks more confident in what he's doing. Yeah. But, but like I said before, though, look how they are on the stage. Though. They're much more condensed here. Yeah. Like, like the, the body right. language and the eye contact. But it's lovely to see that them condense like that for that shot. It's a Campbell's soup of a performance. But there's still the issue with the chorus as well. The swan's still not quite works out how to fully, you know, fill that out. Yeah. And I, but I can do it in the car. Oh, well. well so, you know, if they need anyone. John t- t- makes some interesting backing singing choices here. I'm not sure I agree with all of them. He does settle into it a bit. That's all right. Pre-empting the end a little bit here. Do you, do you prefer this with or without the horns? Uh, I'm going. I think I'm taking the horns. You think so? Yeah, I do. I think that, that a song of this length needs because it's quite needs, repetitive. Yeah, it needs that variation. Yeah, I'm with you. 
Ah, it's a good album. Yeah. <laughs> the Getaway. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't discuss our thoughts on the Dream We'll do that at the end. Yeah. In theory, until we forget. <laughs> until we forget to do it. Yeah, I'm with you, Sam. Great album. I think a song of this length needs a little bit of spice towards the end, or just take it, it needs to go to a different level. But this is a song that has has actually grown on me over time. I, initially, I mm. like, I really liked it. Then it went into a lull, and now it's back. Mm-hmm. It's back up quite high because you know it's a great song, isn't it? There's a lot uh, to it. Yeah. I mean, maybe you're spotting new details and things you're you're yeah. loving about it, and then it could be that it started low for me. It's never really gone up. I, I never <laughs> listen to it. I, I skip it pretty much every time. Yeah, and I don't a give it a chance. So that's that's on me. That's your problem. Mm. I'll live with it. Yeah. I think it's, a, it's an interesting one for them to pick to do live off the unlimited album. There's many others they haven't done. Yeah, yeah. Play what you're thinking more. There's a tune. Play wow. White Braids. There's a tune. Because with all the horns and everything, it's not going to be as an authentic rendition as something else. No, you're, right. you're, you're picking a song that you can't recreate the album experience as closely as you do for ninety percent of the other tunes that you're playing. Well, and from this the song's point nice. of view, it's very, very wordy. I know he's got his also cue now. Yeah. And it obviously works for him. But can you imagine him trying to sing this without, without an also cue? Oh, It'd be an absolute... Think. It'd be riots, wouldn't it? Oh, oh they would. Nice to see Chris Warren coming in on the uh, synthesizer. What, do you know, Aiden, do you know what synthesizer it is? I don't know. I mean, no, I might, don't. It might even be a MIDI controller hooked up to like, some, something else. It depends how he's running it. Here's the question. You're playing Snow, or a quite... Snow, more particularly. And you're Chris Warren. You're Chad's drum tech. Also, you're providing the fifth texture for these mm-hmm. shows. The question is, uh, Chad, What's one of question, his toms man? goes. But no. it's not his snare. But it's not right. his snare. He could just not... You know, it's not critical... He could improvise around it. Mm. Do you stop playing the keys part to fix a snare, or do you finish a song and he has to uh, fix the tom, and then he has to wait for a new tom? Got to get to the end. No, I think so. I think you keep I going. I would give Chad a glance and see how perturbed he is by the mm. situation. Nice. Now, that's the best answer. That, that, from a pro who's played in front of 60,000 people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A man, a man who knows what he's talking about. Absolutely. Okay, it, you know, I, I, I still don't think they've done anything wrong here, but and they seem to be enjoying it, don't they? Look, they're all getting into it. Still going on, though, isn't it? But it is long. So I like this ending more than I like this. The the power of the performance. I see what you're saying about the fact they are. Look at them, how close they are together. Yeah. But the there's a lot more feel to this performance than on the earlier shows. It's a lot more driving and forceful. Mm. They just they know what they're doing more, but don't know. As much as when they played Danny California. Here's <laughs> that six year old again. Is that it again? <laughs> He's got such a unique voice, hasn't he? You can yeah. sing and you know it's him. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you for that input, Flea. <laughs> of course, we get to see P later. Yeah. yeah. Which so, he nearly gets all the way through without getting it wrong. Why does he keep getting P wrong? Well, uh, he, he, he also doesn't sing it true to the record anymore. But he still does a lot of the high work in the latter stages. But he just misses one of the high 
phases. Yeah, he yes, that's right. He doesn't he doesn't do like the switches to falsetto and stuff. No, so so we've got uh, "I Remember You" by John, which I believe is a Ramones cover. That's right. Yeah. Has anyone heard the original? No. 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 Didn't oh, yeah, actually, I might have done. Oh, right. Great. Talk us, sir. Well, I, I might have heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear the original. Um, did not hear the original, no. Is this... Because I recently listened to a Ramon song that didn't sound anything like a Ramon song. It might have been this. Okay. It might not have been. Mm. Hmm. It's the, this is here on University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. <laughs> this is not one of my favourite John's solo performances. What would you go for? Maybe from Slang Sits on Slang? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, and it looks like Alan Partridge really I sings I love it. his Elton John. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Fantastic. That's nice. Your song. Yeah. Question is, we did uh, get somebody asked a question on Twitter. Are we disappointed that John didn't grow his hair out more? Yes. Right. Aiden? Yeah. No, yeah, we did same. get the question. We did get the question. <laughs> and the answer is yes. The secondary question is an odd is, length. Yeah, the secondary question is, how do we feel about the sort of mid-length crimp? I think that's just a nat- the natural wave. Mm, fine. This is my, my favourite of his guitars. Oh, we can talk about this guitar. Is this the 62 Sunburst? Yeah, like yeah. yeah. We'll get to the, the conversation the about whether he's doing a... Pro- the, um, the there's signature. a prototype for yeah, the signature. Yeah, I've heard about that. Which I think he plays during the show. And I've seen um, also how much more damage there is on this than... Than the, re- the, the prototype model. No, no, not on this oh. actual guitar than maybe like 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads more than the Stadium Arcadium era, yeah. It's been I mean, that's a lot of practice for that much more damage. Yeah, and it's hard playing as well. During that era, you weren't thinking of him playing the guitar that much. Straight into snow oh, as well. It makes snow look so easy. Do you know, I think what he's doing here, though, is he's playing it in a slightly more muted way than on the record, as in note, the notes aren't ringing out as much as they yeah, are on the record. Plumbing, yeah. yeah. Mm. And so that covers... It's slightly more simple. That, it doesn't, doesn't make it more simple to play. What it does is if you bum a note, mm. it's going to be slightly less obvious. Mm. And I don't know, I haven't listened to... It, doesn't, it means your left hand doesn't have to stay in those notes for Yeah, so exactly. You're not having to ring them out chord. so much, yeah. You can lift off quicker to get to the next yeah. position quicker. yeah. There is a, one of my. This has one of my most fam- one of my favourite moments in the gig, which is the way they pull it back behind the beat on the bridge. Yes, I can't. Yes, absolutely. This is this was a thing of beauty live, twice a thing of yeah. beauty. Oh no, it's not here. Yeah, it's, it's coming up. But when it does again, <laughs> yeah. it's Chad Ten just pull it. It's the it's the beats on the tom, and yeah. everyone just being slightly back. Yeah, but it's great, and because what well, I mean. But they're playing as a group there, that's what it shows. Superb backing vocals oh, from John. Lovely. Here. And he really this is getting back to classic John. You listen. He's done a few O's as well on yes, this and just a few right. little shouts. There's Flea, lovely. <laughs> Down his knees and back up at sixty. Well done, Flea. Yeah. Here we go. And he spins it on every one. Look at him. 
spinning well, that's, that stick. Well, that's probably part of his, his timekeeping technique. Yeah, maybe. Just to make it a slightly more difficult. Oh, this is beautiful, because what I love here is the fact that you've got the bass and the guitar both furiously strumming away. Mm. Mm. What it means is you, you're losing the bottom end of the mix because we so high up. Still works, but, hard, but it? it works. Yeah, it absolutely works. Because it just, it's just about it's just changing the space. And Chad's not doing anything to compensate for it. He's just playing. Like you could compensate for if if a bass player was playing high, you could compensate by playing like low floor tom beat. Yeah, but uh, that obviously wouldn't yeah. work here. But so it is just getting a lot more trebly. That's great. Oh, they cr- that's Chad has absolutely crashed back into that. They give it an extra okay. little kick. That's the point when we saw it in Manchester where the crowd went wild mm. as it came out of that into, yeah. into that verse. That's, that's real group playing that, isn't it? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's, the, that's the, the power of four people all playing at once. Yeah. It's that dynamic to know that, okay, we're just going to step it up here. There's John with his, with his upside, upside down mic. Yeah, he still felt press that pedal properly. And his pick holder that's got his name written on it. Has it in case he loses oh. it? Well, I guess they confuse it with someone else's. But, <laughs> <laughs> but all of the gear you'll see, like um, when you see John's mic holder, it's got RHCP sticker on it. Yeah, it's on the road, isn't it? You don't want to lose anything because who's that guy that turned up late when we saw him, Sam? Oh, um, is it a rapper? Yeah. yeah. What if they tried to take your your mic? Well, they've turned up late. They obviously can't be trusted. Mm. <laughs> I mean... Cast no aspersions, allegedly. Yeah. No, we haven't today. named them, though. though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is such a cool song. I remember when this... When we used to go over to Exbury to play Poker Night Sam, Vanessa was driving me back. And this came on, and she just turned up full whack. What a tune. Full bore. It's one of your faves, is it? It's one of Vanessa's faves. Mm. House oh. Ambassador, sorry. Yeah. There you go, a little bit of a... Just a slight embellishment. Yeah. And that, that, if we know John like we do, they'll only get louder and more enjoyable. Well, the talk's tor- finished. It's a shame. Sorry, I'm doing this extremely loud. <laughs> can, can you do that closer to the microphone? Well, it's finished for now, but they're, they're in Australia in the new year, aren't they? So mm. it's only a short break. You lucky Australians. Yes, Congratulations. And we know that we've got ambassadors all over Australia. Oh, mate, Australia's a hotbed of ambassadorial mm. positions. It is, it is. So enjoy yourselves. Yeah. yeah. And I, in my naivety, I thought that six shows before we saw them in Manchester would mean that they were fully bedded in. <laughs> I couldn't have been more wrong. However, but they were still no, fantastic. They were great in Manchester. No, they were brilliant. But now they've played however many shows they've played. They are this good. Mm. I think John said an interesting thing on the Broken Records podcast. Has part two come out yet? No. That he's just openly admitting that he has some shows where he's not so into it. And, yeah. And, na- and name-checked a show where he wasn't so into it. Yeah. Which I would have been a bit gutted if I'd have... Mm. Like, if he'd have said, oh, yeah, in Manchester, I wouldn't feel it. Going like. through the motions. I'd be like, yeah. He's saying he's... I think he said something along the lines of, He's just, he needs to focus more on playing to yeah. make sure that he's getting the message across and he doesn't have so much, he, he just can't be physically as much uh, yeah, into yeah. the show. Just a, a less natural performance. I wish he didn't go with that little lead at the end. I know it's, 
it's such a big build, and then to lose all of that very, very fast strumming to do a, a single note lead line, mm. it, it loses all momentum for me. What Flea's playing here is bloody hard. Is it? It's, it's, is it's it Donna the, Summer? Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's I Feel Love, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Um, the, 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 the semi-quavers and crossing strings. I mean, but, you see how much he's concentrating. Yeah, and he yeah. Gets, <laughs> on, on the previous commentary that we did, he... he screwed it up and it goes it goes wrong here as well because it's in right on time it's the same technique and it's uh, is it's, this just to it's just hard it's really hard given that I've seen him play this in situations that I can fully remember this being one and the other commentary being another mm. and he's not quite got through it on each occasion you'd well, think he'd stop doing it whereas he obviously loves it okay we'll ask, we'll ask a I mean, ask, I've got a question for a professional musician. I'll answer any question you've got. <laughs> <laughs> Aidan, when you're coming up to a song that you find more challenging yeah. in a live situation in front of 6,000 people, <laughs> uh, what, what, how do you approach that song? Do you think about it like a couple of songs out? Are you concerned? Or, do um, you, or are they not those kind of tunes that you okay, struggle so, with? Well, so so if, you, if, if there's a tricky song coming up, what will happen is you'll start, you'll start to get anxious about it. You'll start to focus on probably the wrong things when you're playing it and you start to tighten up. So actually what I try and focus on, if I know there's a tricky thing coming up, which is just my breathing and being relaxed and being loose and being flexible. Mm. Because if you start, if you start worrying, mm. then your, your attention's diverted and everything gets like stiff. Everything? Everything gets stiff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, which is why I don't wear shorts on stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You wear very loose trousers, don't you? But that's what it is. I mean, Flea there, he was in the zone, wasn't he? He had his eyes yeah. closed and he was like... Massive well, he finds it easier now, so he's yeah. kind of rocking out. But, um, and I guess he's just trying to get in the zone and remain as loose as possible. Because mm-hmm. you know what happens if you get worried about it. You, you can trust your technique that you can do it. Um, so it's just, it's just, it's just like li- listening to your body and feeling the body and making sure there's no tension anywhere. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing, isn't it? Because he knows he can do it, and he will have done it perfectly. Yeah. But doing it perfectly in that particular moment is what, yeah. you, what how you need to be able to do. And here's an interesting example because he's playing P, which is not a difficult song to play, but he does go wrong at the end. So you, yes. how, how much do you think the audience know the songs? It's gone very like. It's not until he starts swearing that the crowd starts reacting. Yeah. Oh, I don't think most people know this song. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I think this is... Yeah. I think you could put this on par with something, for most of the people in the audience, on par with something like... Oh, that, that, was, that, was that a purposeful noise there? For, that came from John, didn't it? Yeah, no, that was not purposeful. But it's quite well-timed. Uh, yeah, I know, but actually I think it's... I find that slightly problematic because you can... He's got a tuner on his board. He's got a boss tuner, which you can use as a kill switch. So that sounded like may sound like a bit string scratchy or plugging in or, or something. That was, a, that was a muted strum, I think. Yeah? Yeah. And just so that's just the one strum to check that that guitar's ready to go. Hmm. Right. Okay, so that's probably why... Because it sounded like it could almost have been hmm. part of the song. I don't think you need... I don't, uh, what's the other way around that then? Do you need to test that guitar at volume in the no, middle just of Flea's solo? Well, because they come in with the... Um, oh, they come straight in, don't they? So, yeah, no, he comes in, yeah. So, well, well, it shows a bit of lack of faith in your, in your setup and your technology, well, doesn't it? Well, he's bound to have a lack of faith because it keeps breaking down. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can see it on the tuner. If you play it, you can see your tuner. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you can see it on the levels. Going in. 
So he's, he's worried about the bit behind the tuna. Well, in I the love old, in the old days, did they used to do the so fucking what as well? Uh, like that. So fucking what? Yeah, so they don't, like they on, don't sing it anymore. Do, well, yeah. On um, road movie. That's yeah, they definitely road used to. REM. Yeah, they definitely. <laughs> <laughs> What's the bloody one that they <laughs> Off did? Off the map. Off the map. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on photo graffiti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and on live in Paris '92 from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't have have it on a, any other way with P. I like it, so I'm pleased it's still in there. We've had a John solo moment. We've had a Flea solo moment. Yeah, yeah. It's about to get them, everyone have a bit of a chance to shine, is it? Oh, full start there. This is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. New song, not quite so sure. I know, and a long gap. You think they've now to play? By the way, by this point. <laughs> yeah, so John said, "How's it start? Hmm. By, play by, by the, the way." way. <laughs> Then play Save the Population and you've pretty much got it. <laughs> I mean, if we timed this, this is going to be 30 seconds plus between songs with a false start. I agree. But they're off. Standing in line. <laughs> <laughs> nice guitar line. And nice bass playing as well. What yeah, did you make? Great. When you were playing, when you did this, I, was, I played along to it a bit. Mm. I struggled with the uh, chorus part. Yeah, because even though it's quite similar, it what was it that was changing? Was it the root that changes? Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's more syncopated. That's the main thing. Yeah. this is very like. Da, 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 but the chorus is boom, 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 boom. This boom. bit. Uh, yeah. This bit, you mean this bit? No, no, no. I think it's the bit that goes over the solo. I'm, oh, okay. The problem is, I'm neither Flea nor you, so <laughs> that's why I fell down. Granny would take a trip. She's mm. been bending the strings. <laughs> love, love the subtitles. Let's see what it says for that Dutch line. Go on. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, they got that right. They could have done a better yeah, line. I, know <laughs> I think this one does pretty well on this, this performance of uh, Eddie. He does, he does very well. When did the song come out? How, how soon is this after the release? Uh, oh, was yeah, it? It's, it's a good four or five weeks at least. Was, I think. And what's, hang on, what's the question? When did Eddie come out? Yeah, in I think Eddie came out before the album came out. Yeah, so this is October yeah. the ninth. When? How song, How soon is this after the single was released? Being the first performance. I'm I'm going on record as saying six weeks. Okay. Could be longer. Could be shorter. Or you could be exactly right. Mm. They've tightened mm. up again, haven't they? They've come together. Mm. It's not as a, well, we spoke John about plays quite, that we album spoke about specific fill there, which is quite cool. There's another one. He's gone to look at the pedals. He's, it's a new guitar line. He's bummed the line. And then so the backing vocal's not coming on time either. He's had three yeah. things to think about there. Yeah. And, and done none of them correctly. Lack of muscle memory. Yeah. That, that instant, yeah. instant. Yeah. What's your experience in if you if you do if you make a mistake or something at the, mm. at the start of a gig? Mm. How did that if you ever do 
It happens. Yeah. <laughs> how does that how, how does that affect you moving forward? Because I know that if I if I did something in the first couple of songs, I would get the idea that the audience impression of me was that well, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And then moving forward, I then became I think more susceptible because I was thinking about. I it always more. like it to um, like a driving test. If you screw up at the beginning of your driving test, then mm. you're going to screw up more because you, you think, oh, I've screwed it now. What's the point kind of thing? Um, I just need, to, just need to forget about it and move on and try not to highlight it too much because the amount of time people make mistakes and then pull the face like, oh my God, did you see what I just did? Yeah, no one notices it. People, people won't even notice it because they're probably, there's so much going on at stage at once. They won't even be focusing on you but until you start highlighting and signposting that you've done it. Mm. Well, that's right. And when you, people talk about the chilies and how good they are live... Whenever I've seen them, I've never, I've never really noticed any mistakes whatsoever. It's only mm. when you come into a situation, a situation like this and you can scrutinise exactly what mm. they're doing. Yeah. When you're there, yeah. it's just brilliant. And also, that's what makes it live. Yeah, it's almost exactly. a shame. If you play it exactly like the CD, then it's almost a shame, isn't it? You want, yeah. you want those little differences. Yeah, yeah agreed. Well, I'll take it to talk about Extreme again, if I might. <laughs> yeah. When you go see them live, they're much more likely to play it. They're going to do, they, there's, there's certain parts that they will do exactly the same thing every show and make a point of highlighting that part. Like on It's a Monster, when they play It's a Monster, Nuno's now going to sit down on the drum riser. Mm. Pat's yeah. going to come over and join him because mm. it's a difficult um, He's off. tapping section or whatever it is on It's a Monster and he wants to sit down to do it. But it happens every night. There's stuff that Gary does every night. That's, um, also, that's also to make sure the lighting engineer knows what lights to turn on at a certain point. Yeah, maybe. I, I also feel that, yes, yeah, that's fair enough. But I think the Chili's are a band that are much more looser in their live delivery. Mm. Extreme are very... If you went to see Extreme three times, you're going to say the same thing every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. If you go and see the Chili's three times, you're going to see wildly different shows well like, yes you, but I think also the Chili's like with their jams and with Flea and J- John's jams yeah. their parameters might be slightly wider but they still operate within the structure oh of course yeah so it's just a, a question of There's an, what's, the, what's the swan up to there he's doing a, like a chest wank right <laughs> <laughs> yes I see what you're saying they're going to be doing they, they will understand that we're going to do a jam in E or, or yeah. whatever, go yeah. on and... And do it. Give it four minutes, and then... It just becomes slightly less recognisable because it's a wider... Parameter. Parameter. They're enjoying this, aren't they? They're enjoying yeah, they, yeah, they love it. Flea the, first, spoke, the first time, they were all stretching out. Yeah, Flea spoke about this on an Australian interview, and he was saying it's just an incredible thing to do because it's just like a launch pad for John. Mm. at yeah. the end and he just you know well we said it would be live it would be the new throw away your television didn't we we did and I think we've been proven right absolutely and surely that means Flea should come on <laughs> to punch you no to punch Aiden yeah. <laughs> it's in the box we that's what we should have done is just unveiled him after whoever chose Flea <laughs> well you won't believe it he's been sitting out in the gun for 45 minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's really like this. This is your life from the old days. <laughs> sure, they always seem surprised, but they knew it was this is your life, and that everyone was going to be there. Yeah, exactly. And at some point, they were going to unveil a, a long lost friend. Mm. Or like, it'd be like they'd unveil you to me on this is life. You haven't seen him for two days, but here he is. Here he is, half cut. <laughs> <laughs>
Not at work. Yeah, he's come back from his latest holiday. <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic intro. So you say the right on time baseline is similar to the. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, it's like that disco. Not this bit. It's not. It's the. No, the chorus. Yeah, it's like the disco inflected bit. Not my favourite song, but I do enjoy singing it live. Yeah, I think it's a great live song. It gives John the chance to stretch out a bit there. It's really different. I mean, how many disco-based, disco-feel songs does she have? It's not many. No. Pulp, of course, had Disco 2000. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yes, Silverchair had a song with 2000 in the title, I think. Did they? 2000 AD, the comic. the year 2000. The, yeah, the heavy one off What was it called, though? That's the question. Um, yeah. I was going to say it was with the... Yeah, off Neon Ballroom, yeah. 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 You loved but Silverchair, didn't that doesn't, doesn't involve the word disco, though. No. <laughs> it crosses over the other way. Well, you were a frog... Was it Frog Stomp that you had and listened to constantly? Frog Stomp, yeah, and... Uh, what was the middle? The one in between the yeah, freak show. Yeah, uh, freak show. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Johns. Daniel Johns. Daniel Johns. Yeah. Oh, he's been through the mill. I see. He's all right now, though. I saw an interview with him quite recently. He seems to be in good spirits. Good to know. Mm. I mean, Frog Stomp, really. We were like fifteen when I did that. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Look, I love that. Look at Chad singing along. Looking at John. <laughs> he's just going to play some aggressive hi hat. He is. Yeah, he's on the show now, Fleer, didn't he, with this line? Yeah, that, that right hand there. He's focused. <laughs> like, he is focused, but not as focused as he was when he was playing. That, yeah, but because, that, because that's, that's harder than Donna Summer one, because there's more yeah. strings involved. Yeah. I always, want, I always wonder whether he uses that Donna Summer line to see where, where is my technique right now and how fast can I make right on time be. It's almost like mm. a bit of a yeah. testing where his boundaries are. That Listen to this little bass intro for Soul to Squeeze. Mm. If John had just gone into it straight away there, or if he had waited until John was ready, there's that little run there that is pure soul to squeeze, and it would have been perfect if John had started. But instead, you've got the test strum, and... Yeah, it's a shame. Well, I quite like it, though. I'd, yeah. I'd love to see that little line Flea played go into this, in, this classic Red Hot Chili Peppers intro. And this is a good performance of this song, but it's not as aggressive and energetic as some of the ones that they did in the early 2000s. I like the Light like Cigar one. Yeah. This is still great. This was talked about on that podcast episode wasn't, as well, wasn't it? Yes. How they wished that it should have been on the album. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I think at that point, you're making decisions. You don't want to, well, like I said, you don't want to alienate too many people by putting too many soft songs mm. on an album. I never but, really thought this is a soft song. No, and it's not not in the same you know it's not in the same vein as I could have lied and I, no. even under the bridge. No, it's a different type of song. It's comparable it's to a, under it's the bridge. A, it's a slowy. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine myself dancing at the partial disco to this, with your or hands. standing on one side of the room with all the boys and looking at all of the other girls on the other <laughs> side of the room, <laughs> and then approaching one of the girls and putting both of your hands in her back pockets. Yes, and slowly rotating. Yes. <laughs> Exactly what I used to do at the Patrol no, Disco. The face. <laughs> yeah. like none of the band were there. <laughs> but 
you know, does this, does the song become a cult classic that it is if it's on the album? And probably not. Uh, yeah, because you feel like you're in a special club knowing what it is. Don't yeah, you? I actually don't think it's very blood sugar sex magic. I don't. I don't think it fits. It would fit particularly well on the album. Well, uh, yeah, po- quite possibly. But if I said to you, you could have naked in the rain or this. I, ju- I think I think at this point I'd just take Naked in the Rain off. Yeah. And then while I was at it, <laughs> right. well, while I was at it, it take the rice and the wicket. Wow, he really doesn't like Naked <laughs> in the Rain. <laughs> but I don't feel that this is... This doesn't feel blood sugar to me. I could have lied, does. I know they're on it, so I'm used to them. But, but I'm used to this song. I don't see where, it, where you put this on blood sugar. Well, that's in the why running I didn't order. make it. It feels more by the way, Stadium Arcadium, I think. Where does it sit? Because it's certainly post-Blood Sugar. It's not one hot minute. It's not Californication. Is it, by the way? Oh, imagine, if it, imagine if it's it decided stadium, to maybe. throw the curveball and put this, a song that people already knew, on Stadium Arcadia. Wow, that'd be brave. <laughs> In that case, why not just re-release? <laughs> so, you can really only put it on Blood Sugar. Fine. Because the albums before that it hadn't, it hadn't been written. <laughs> <laughs> like that guitar sound he uses for the for this old squeeze solo. See, at Cigar, they're all going absolutely mental. Yeah, there. they are. Yeah. Oh, we'd have to talk about... Have we done Live at Cigar? I don't think we have, because that's a great Don't Forget Me on there as well. Oh, it is. And the Swan does wear a vest during that performance. It's have not you, strange. Have you done one about um, Woodstock 99? Yes, no. I think we. Do. I think we have. Have we? I think so. Uh, early days. <laughs> I need to go back and check that. Then. No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think we have. Because that's a that's a classic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we could touch on that, especially with the new knowledge that we have. Yeah. Which isn't much, but but some having watched the chaos unfold in the Netflix documentary. Hmm. It was carnage. Oh, my gosh. only concern is that would we start fires in the garage? I'd start a fire somewhere. Yeah. And if I saw a lorry, I'd blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it comes to something when you're at a festival, you went there not expecting to blow up a lorry, <laughs> but then you blow up a lorry. <laughs> and not just one lorry. No, all of them. <laughs> the thing is, they were all so close together. It was a domino effect. <laughs> Bone. <laughs> Oh, actually, I had a... Uh, I, d- I think it was during this one. Generate some content. It, so, like, the swan's, ver- the swan's ticks are out of control. So you can't sing a full line without saying either... Uh, yo, no, <laughs> like... There's a Where song. I go, I just don't know when. Yo. <laughs> like he always, he can't, I don't know why, but he just can't do it. There's definitely a song, I think that's coming up, I can't remember which one it is, where he's pulling his lines furiously yeah. and never completing, doesn't complete the end Oh, of that's the already happened. Right, okay. Uh, it was Eddie. This the very beginning of Eddie. Right, okay. All right, so what's upcoming for us But now? just have the confidence to... to you know, finish the word that you're singing. Oh, crumbs! It's well, we're on a, a strong back end here. The heavy wing, black summer, not so strong. Cali, give it away. And oh, by the way, Christ, he's just publicly admitted to hating black summer. Uh, I'm not saying I hate black summer. I've paused it. Oh, I've, I need a wee. 
So we've just paused at 53.14 for a toilet break. Sam has just opened... Well, I've just opened Sam's ghost ship from Base Ambassador... Successful. Aidan Hampson. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Successful opening. You're down. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to crack back on. So I will do the five, four, three, two, one, play. And you hit play aware, when Sam's hit play. 53... Oh, 14. Did I say 41? I... 53.14. John, uh, Flea is looking at John lovingly. Flea's mouth looks a bit like a letterbox. Wallace <laughs> and Gromit. Five. <laughs> I can't say that. He's four, coming on. Three. Okay. Two. One. Go. Activate. We're off. Lovely. I would just like to announce that the octopus bottle opener is fully functional. It, it works first time, lid straight off. And I like, look, gonna... at, look at John. I love it when they're counting each other in. Oh, yeah, that was a lovely moment, actually. John just started counting. Flea says something. Oh, hello. They're not, are they? I think they are. Thoughts on the heavy wing, then? It was a fan favourite when the album first came out. Yeah. Sam? Excuse my French. Go on. It's fucking superb. Oh, wow. (laughs) Mm. Aiden, do you want to speak French? Uh, Yeah, it's... Bloody brilliant. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, I feel a bit wrong swearing in the game. You're obviously not. <laughs> really? <laughs> there, there's, there are certain swear words allowed and some aren't. This is, this is the thing it's about, um, I know we're going to talk about this later, but we're such a lucky time to have two massive albums released so close. But, do you, but I just think that all the new songs, this doesn't feel like a new song anymore, so it doesn't feel as exciting. Because because there's only so many new songs my brain can take. So this is yeah. like, it's like Homer Simpson saying every time I learn something new, something Simpson else gets, gets pushed, pushed out. out yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very fair point and has been made by other people, including myself. Well, I think this is why we, ultimately we are going to have to condense the album down, aren't we? Well, we'll have the condenser on, Max Feinstein. It's, for it's that an episode condense. in in the waiting. Swan sounds good here, though. I think. And John, oh, I, I mean, just love this song, you know. Yeah, it does work. I wish the swan carried on this here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, like, it, um, just, just like a what you thinking? This horse is crazy. Carrying yeah, just, it over. Just to bulk out that very first part where John's singing on, on his own, and he might do the second time around. John, John sometimes adds in. Look at this. I mean, it's an so absolute... simple that double snare, but it really pauses the song and waits for it to release again. Yeah. Oh, the myth. Sometimes I just want a bit more from John on that first chemistry. I do like that big switch from heavily distorted guitar into the the rolling, the cleaner guitar yeah. into those rolling toms. Uh, that, that's where I think this song excels, is the relationship between the chorus oh, and hang the verses. On, just, uh... And then later on when they do the... Um... Have you paused yourself? <laughs> yeah, right. I've had to. It's impossible for me to remember another <laughs> lyric other than what I'm hearing in my ears. Trace me now through your innocence or mm. citizens. Do, do, this. <laughs> it's, it's arrived. I can remember it. <laughs> these, these, it's just lovely transitions within the song. I think Swan's had a couple of pitchy moments in that second verse. 
And Chad's slightly behind here on his snares, isn't he? Which is brilliant. Yeah. I just love that section. So he he covered does. it there, yeah, 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 yeah. See what you mean. So saving it for the second one, do you think? Yeah. Now, Sam, you said that you're, you're famously on record as saying that you're slightly disappointed with the guitar solo. And I use yes. that loosely because it feels like more of a guitar breakdown than it does a solo, and you wanted more. How do you feel, A, now about the album, and B, about what's about to happen? Well, Ben, I'm very glad you've asked that. Thank you. Because I've come up with a, a theory on this section of the song. Okay. So everything that's happened now leads up to this point. Oh, this no, I hey, now you call... did me a version where this got cut out, which was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. I call this the big reset. Okay. And now everything now is building back up to the very end of the song. So okay. it's like a double crescendo. Oh, okay. Mm. But what about this live version of this section? Are you happy with this? This is much more busy than the album version. Very happy with it. John ran it past me before he played it. <laughs> I told him it was note okay. For note. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Go ahead. Proceed. But in terms of the album version, I feel much better about it now because of my reset theory. Okay. Okay. So, so you've, allowed, you've allowed yourself to accept it and you've explained it to yourself. On my own terms. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, no, he's got that grit oh, in his voice it. there. He brings it, in, brings it in more here than he does on the album. He's loving it. He's loving it. So much so that he's added There's in that. There's a lovely bit of embellishment That's not well, even yeah. on the album. Oh! He didn't want to do backing vocals, did he? He had to be talked into it. Well, I think yeah, what he, he had to be talked yeah. into yeah. was the harmonies more than the backing vocal. Okay. Because he'd obviously he'd done... There's plenty of backing vocals on Blood Sugar. But I think Ricky Rubin had to talk him back in to do it, talk him into doing harmonies. Right. Okay. Which is... Because I, I think he loves the what you can do with the backing vocal and make it quite aggressive Fantastic. and as a counterpoint to if the swan's singing a softer line, then you can do a higher and more angry line, if you mm -hmm. like. And there's, there is that on Blood Sugar. I think he was a little... My, my reading of that interview was he was a little bit more anti about the, the soft nature that harmonies can bring to a song. Right. The beauty of it, rather okay. than the more punky. But then he really dived into that, by the way, didn't he? Yeah, well, he went crazy on that. He got deep. And then you're onto all of the stuff that's come since involving Frusciante has been harmony-tastic. Yes. I Not so much the last two albums, but... That. No, but there's more, more on uh, Dream Canteen. Hmm. But sometimes less is more. That's a saying I've come up with. Really? Hmm. Hashtag new sayings. Hashtag Sammy's new saying. <laughs> this is, a, I think here John realises he was a bit, there was a point there in the intro where he realised, I think it was his tone control that he, he turned, he changed. Well, they're all, they're all focused on this. I love that sun effect. Sorry, yeah, look, so I was thinking, looking at them on stage, I think you can see the intention behind the writing of it. Mm. Does that make sense? So yeah, that really makes perfect sense. A moment We're going to come in together. And, and on the TV performances of it, yeah. it's very much the same thing. A bring the band together moment. Yeah, which it maybe makes you 
um, leads you into re- releasing this as the lead single from it because it's such a, a uni- unified band moment at the beginning. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. I think the Swan isn't quite so convincing here. Maybe it's just because this isn't my favourite song that I that I don't quite go. I think for he's it. regretting the accent. Yeah, do you think <laughs> so? He's trying to trying to back <laughs> back away from yeah, it. Trying to, yeah, well, <laughs> but I think I think he is hit and miss vocally live. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. At times he he can nail it a hundred percent, especially on the chorus is where he can struggle with it because that's a big. It's mm. a big chorus and a big note for him. Here. Yeah, well, I mean, think, that, that is, and he's missed that time. Mm. I think this is in the example of what I was saying earlier, and where he's missed the, again. the new stuff, it, he's pushed himself. Yeah. He can't necessarily do it all the time. And I think you have to make that, like, when I, yeah, like I do, as you said, I'll write a song, find, rec- well, I recorded a whole song once, then sang it and realised that I couldn't yeah. sing it. You, well, you should be finding that out earlier than than now. Uh, but, but sometimes he does do it. Yeah, I don't know. He can do it, but it's just not every time. His pronunciation of the word "end" hmm. during this song is is a little bit sharp on the ear. Don't forget, they've already dropped this down by semitone. Have they? Yeah. This this is this song's an E flat tune. Right. Album, okay. Which okay. is why I, mean, I just remember that because Lee's got his other bass out. So they've already simplified it for this one. Yeah, they've already bought, yeah, in theory. Made, it, made it lower, yeah, exactly. And you can't go... And you still can't do In it. my experience, you can't, you're not going to drop down the whole tone without losing the feel of the guitar. Yeah, you lose the brightness. You, you, you lo- yeah, you lose a fair bit by going down half. Yeah. And that's messy from both of them, I think. Anyway, Hang on, we'll let's get, just, let's get just, through this No, one. let's just focus on him saying end, because, you know, we can all say end, can't we? It's all nasal, isn't it? It's yeah, like, very, yeah, very you much so. Say, you, you know, just sing it properly, son. I'm taking him under the wing now. <laughs> Blackie? <laughs> uh, no, don't. No, all right. It's too raw. We have to, we have to edit that out. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Just reference the song's dad. No, you're going to have to edit it. No, shut up. Oh, Christ. (laughs) I'm panicked. (laughs) I still find this an interesting choice as the first lead single. I get why they did it, and I think your point about... (laughs) I just think it's a forgettable song. Well, I I kept forgetting what it was called for quite a long time. You called time, it Dark like, Summer a Dark number of times. Dark Summer for a long time. Then Black Winter. Yeah. <laughs> White Autumn. Oh, A minor. What could it be, Californication? <laughs> <laughs> it- Actually, this is a nice intro, though. I mean, how quick was that changeover? Have he's gone back to his other bass? Which- yeah, that was quick. You've, you just had John's classic noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's testing everything. Yeah, so he's back to his first bass here, yeah. So you've got the different um, White Falcon. Obviously, you got rid of the original one from the, uh, the original era, the Cali era. Yes. Bought this one. Different pickups. Main, I mean, if, uh, aesthetically, it's, it's very different. Got clear pickguard, but... It's a different sounding guitar because those 
different pickups. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a hollow body says there's it looks just cool, that push guitar, and pull. Doesn't it? it looks really cool. <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to make that noise. <laughs> I, I never, I I never thought the original white Volker looked, looked cool. I don't like, I don't like big headstocks or big guitars. If I had my way, he'd be playing a man. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I tweeted that. That out. went viral. Massively viral. <laughs> yeah, oh. Even more viral than viral. Hmm. That, no, more that, viral than that viral. That's very viral. viral. Yeah. A fate worse and a fate worse than death. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> this is nice, but... I think it is nice. It just seems to be a bit more practised. And a, and a bit more on point than some of the ones you, they do. I mean, some of them you just think. Do you think they for, Do you think they feel forced to do the job? Yeah, I, I think like yes. Yeah. And I also was going to say about this. Well, I look, I'd be happy. You know my ethos. I'd I'd bid this off, cr- play Californication, mm-hmm. and fit in two more songs. Mm-hmm. And well, I do I think th- this feels a bit forced nowadays when they come in together. I think they enjoy it. I think it's genuine. What about John's hair length? Genuine <laughs> or no, forced? No, that is well. It's it's forced. <laughs> <laughs> it's forced. It's forced out. No, no, it's it, 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 forced out, but then he keeps cutting it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? The Adam Partridge line. I never thought I'd have to push. <laughs> <laughs> if only he would. Just John, like, John in between shows. <laughs> <laughs> and they're off. So, yeah, they've definitely cost us another song there. They've cost us half a song. But the swan, also, remember, the swan can go off. Yeah, have, have some honey and uh, have yeah, some ginger wine, a toddy. Yeah. Just refresh himself. F- full costume change. That's a fresh string T-shirt. Yeah. There, there, is so, there is so much... Now that he's got the auto cue, there is so much looking down from him, though. Uh, he's, not, oh, he's not performing to the audience a lot of the time. He's doing... Start of every line, he's... He's, he's not ch- doing the, uh, the aviators, though, is he? That a lot of rock guitarists, rock singers doing, so you can't see them looking down? No. Ah, yeah. right. I didn't realise that was so many... That's the thing, Why yeah. so many rock singers wore aviators? That's the thing, yeah. That's the other thing you could do, is have it on a massive projector at the back of the stadium. Or do what politicians do and have the invisible... You know, when polit- a lot of politicians oh, make s- speeches. <laughs> yeah. no. No, it's, not, it's not like... Not- <laughs> Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for coming this evening. I would just I like to say, to psychic spies from China. No, but they have glass in front of them. With the, they can see the words on the glass, but the audience yeah. can't see the glass. Well, you could get those sunglasses as well, where it's projected. Yeah, VR headset. You could wear a VR headset, can <laughs> Why didn't you... Just have a book. <laughs> Anthony, why didn't you go for an also cue instead of the virtual reality headset? <laughs> it's falling off the stage all the time. <laughs> well, so, so, <laughs> someone told me it was less obvious. <laughs> Walking all over Joss pedals. On the plus point, I think he's he's singing this very nicely. Yeah, look, he never forgets the words anymore. It's just the engagement with the audience, I feel, is uh, impaired. But this supports my theory that he finds the older songs easier. Yeah, but I agree with your theory. 
That was your theory, wasn't it? Is Sam claiming your theory there? No, it's definitely no, no, my no, theory. no, no. I think, I think, I think, I think that's Sam's I put theory. That, I put that forward. We're, we'll ask him when he comes on. Have we? Um, has anyone else spotted the bin on stage yet? No. Is no, it? you mentioned the bin. Where is it? So we we look every now and then. You get an overhead shot of Chad's floor drum. Yeah. Um, floor, drum? floor, floor drum. Floor drum. His floor yeah. drum. Um, You're not a drum ambassador. Are. That's all right. If Jack came yeah. on and made that mistake, oh yeah, banned, big trouble. Banned from the garage. Um, and I'm pretty sure where, where all the bottles are. There's a bin to put the empties in. I'm gonna. Be, I'm gonna be, I don't know. I mean, that's what I thought that's, I saw. If they, they've got two bins, haven't they? They've got the recycling. <laughs> and, and the, and recycling in the yeah. general way and the standard way. Yeah. No gig on a Wednesday. You've got to take it out. <laughs> yeah. That's it. At the end of the show, you see someone come along, time up about front of the stage. <laughs> it's a great chorus, though. Yeah, I mean, I know this. We've spoken about this song a lot on the podcast, but it's a great song. Yeah, I mean, it would be one that if I was at a gig. I'd be happy that they didn't play this and play something a little bit mm. deeper. But it's a great... It, every time that chorus hits in the first Born Unicorn. I wish John was doing the ooze and the harmonies on first Born Unicorn. Yeah. Because I think he's doing these, but he's not doing the, the, the harmonies on first Born Unicorn they did at Sloane Castle, which was one of my favourite gigs, if you're, not, if you're not sure about that. Sloane Castle? Yeah, they did a gig Who in played S- Sloane Castle, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, Chili Peppers? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fairly famous famous performance. Have you heard about the Slane Castle performance? Ch- who are the Chili Peppers? The Red Hot Chili Peppers are a band <laughs> that were formed in... Well, they first started playing in 1983, but if you read the fantastic book that uh, our friend Hamish Duncan is releasing, it uh, started in 82, didn't it? Check it oh. out. You can pre-order that on Amazon right now. Order it up, baby. Now, don't at this point pause your performance of the show, of the Live at Austin City Limits gig. Keep that running. This is where we had a technical snafu. Uh, don't quite know what happened, but uh, you keep this running, and we will get to the point shortly whereby uh, we will come back. It doesn't take too long. And at that point, you will be instructed to pause, and we'll make sure that everybody is lined back up. Uh, to where they need me, we'll give you the minutes and the seconds about where you need to be. So I will just let this wonderful performance of their Red Hot run out, and then I'll join you on Saturday. Okay, what a wonderful performance of their Red Hot there. Excuse me if you heard some fireworks going off in the background. It is the eve of Guy Fawkes Night here in uh, the fair hamlet of Hythe, Hans, England. Uh, you should still be running. We'll return back in the garage imminently and instructions will follow. Okay, go shit to the mouth. Okay, hang on. Pause the recording. We've paused on one hour, 11 minutes and 56 seconds. We are back. It is one hour, 11 minutes and 56 seconds into this fantastic performance by the Red Hot Chief Peppers. Three. <laughs> it's on. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were counting down. I hope you're with us. Yes. The next session is 
into giveaway right now. Go on. Christ, we're coming towards the end. Please up on the air. I'm taking some mosh. It's all right, we've still got 13 minutes to go. Okay, here's a, qu- here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. You can either listen to live Californication for the rest of your life or live Give It Away. Give It Away. Give It Away. By some distance. How far? 2.5 miles. <laughs> but John's intro there sounds as fresh and vibrant as it ever did. Listen, yeah. the swan is delivering it, out, well, wonderfully well. Look at that oh, vibrant background. Flees well into it. He's not, not looking down as much now, is he? He knows this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he really should know them all. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, he only knows this. <laughs> At karaoke, when he does chili songs, he's fixed to the screen for most of them. But when oh, this one comes on. That's his dream scenario. Mm. Yeah, a screen right in front of his face. <laughs> do the, will Later on in the song, will I do that pause where they do during the verse? If they do, I'll be disappointed. I'll rank it out of 10 as it happens. Sam, rather than just jigging about, have you got anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd just like to say this has got me moving. Yeah, it certainly has. You've not moved so much since the gig started. So I'm going, I'm going for this as well instead of Cali. But maybe they could play the intro to Cali. No, not the long, not the pre-Cali. Yeah, the intro. pre-Cali and then this. <laughs> that would spice things up a bit, yeah. wouldn't it? You know, people wouldn't expect that. That goes back to my theory about, you know, having "By the Way" as the introduction to all the songs. Mm, well, after they does. can't stop jam. Oh, it, oh, I see what you mean. So okay. you start every song like it's. So can't be. stop would have the jam, and then the, the bit of bar at the way, and then can't stop. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think so- it would work really well. Two songs in a row where you've got solos that are quite difficult to replicate live or to convince people with. The Cali one, famously, uh, John didn't know what to play until the recording session. Like <laughs> 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 that. And, really? uh, yeah, I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> okay. And on the, I'll the Give It, it Away, of course, backwards solos on the album. Yes. Chad, he's not, he's not flagging. You spoke earlier about what would the swan look like without his moustache at the moment. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yes. Well, of course, we all publicly wish that the swan would shave his moustache off. But would... Oh, this is nice. I mean, John just turns it on. He's going to he ask me play a repeat and <laughs> Just play a lick. Yes. Beautiful. And then do a couple of big bends and we're off. That's lovely. That's how it works. Chad's loving it. Big smiles there. Yeah, because I, I was watching this with my wife, Kelly, and I said, and we watched it, and I said to her, give me, give me some bit, bit of, you know, what do you think? Bit of feedback. What do you mm. think of the gig? What can I take to the podcast with me? And she said, oh, no moustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every, uh, that's all she said. Everything nothing, nothing about the music or the. She sat there in silence. Or, it's just the moustache. I mm. think she'd been watching his upper lip for an hour and a half. Mm. It's difficult to tear your eyes off, and that's a problem. But the problem we've all got now is that he's had the moustache for fifteen years or so. So, I don't know what he'd look like without the moustache. Would he certainly if he shaved it off now? Because he he lives in Cali. He's going to have a bit of a tan. He'd just have a big white top lip. <laughs> But what, what about this scenario, this terrible scenario, which has been sort of mooted by scientists, that his upper lip might not have aged in the last 15 years? Hmm. So he's got, 
and as I said earlier, he's got the his, upper his lip facially, of a forty-five-year-old, mm, but the, the rest of the face and body of a. Well, he's got the body of a Greek god. That's true. So he's got the body of a Greek god, the face of a sixty. A 59-year-old. 59-year-old and the upper lip of a 40-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a mixture. It's a true mixture. That's a bit of Bob Marley we just had there from Flea. We, ooh. That little breakdown bit. Really? Slipped that in quickly, didn't I? And I'll say that I gave the bit in the last verse where they did do the thing that annoys me, reeling with a room, doom, doom. Two out of ten. Oh, they did it, did they? They mm. didn't really... Oh, hang on, what's he I think doing I we were there? talking about the swans up a lip at the time. Chad was crossing over there, but not... Interesting, I think. Look at John just walking around rubbing his guitar. Yeah, just playing it on the hip. Have you ever played your bass on your right hip? Uh, With one hand? No. Honestly, no, thank no. you. No, yeah. I don't think I have. Oh... I mean, they still. When we saw them in the. Oh, they're, they're off. And what do we make of the tradition of this farce now, the encore farce, where we know they're going to come back? Yeah. Why not just play a set, finish a set, and everyone can go home? Rather than. They, the you'd, have to, you'd have to announce you were going to do that before the show, though. Yeah, but for the someone first should time. do that. Because at the end of gigs. Quite often you stand around clapping. One more song. Yeah, and they don't. And then you're left feeling a bit disappointed. If they said, right, we're going to play three more songs, really enjoy these because we're bogging off after, mm. you'd know where you stood. Honesty. It all comes back down to honesty. It is. And this feels like a it's, lie. Another it's bullshit. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, there's also the, always the threat of two encores. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, that's exactly. why you stand yeah. there clapping, and then the and lights sometimes they don't right. come back. And the background music comes on, and yeah. you know, oh, I've got going now. Yeah, and, and that to me, when you've been actually been stood clapping for another couple of minutes, and then the lights come on, mm. that's a bit of a come down from rather knowing it's the last song, exploding into adulation, and, yeah, and, and that, seeing them off, and that feeling of of truly believing that if you shout loud enough, mm. they will come back on. When yeah. in fact it doesn't have any impact. You might, you no. could say nothing, and they probably would still come back. Imagine if nobody said anything or clapped. Everyone <laughs> 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 fell silent. Well, the, the other extreme is Van Morrison, who has a massive time on the side of the stage. If he's booked to play ninety minutes, he's playing ninety minutes. No, it could, right. be, the, it could be the last chorus of Brown Eyed Girl. He just walk off. I like yeah. that. That would, be, that, that would be my approach. Right, again, you know where you stand. <laughs> you, uh, before the start of the last song, you'd be shouting, "Hurry up! Yeah. Hurry up!" Or if it was Brown Eyed Girl, I'd, I'd say, "Don't bother." <laughs> don't bloody bother this bloody song again go off now yeah. <laughs> finish early <laughs> yeah did you see there's that man with the sign saying please can I play guitar with you and then, and then they, uh, it's put up big on the back of the stage to try and convince the chilies, and they just don't do it no. <laughs> I, I did have my little bit of you know my dreams before the Manchester shows and the London shows that they would listen to podcasts invite us up on stage yeah. finally of course. Yeah. We thought that was why Flea was holding out. Mm. Uh, they, you know, we were going to be publicly taken up. Publicly shamed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Flogged. And then asked, <laughs> asked to leave the stage. Stoned to death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the dream. Stone cold. And they let us live. Mm. So, <laughs> so it's pluses and minuses. At least brightly, look. And I love the fact he always seems to have a semi lob on. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's nervous. 
That's right. <laughs> but not that nervous. <laughs> He's a bit nervous. Nervous in the way that makes everything go rigid. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's Eddie. I'd give anything to be able to walk on my hands at the age of 40. Hmm. The, honestly, I've tried it. All the blood rushes in my head and I feel like I'm going to faint. Mm. Don't do it. I don't. Oh, he's oh, oh look at go. him, a bull of a man. It's like when I saw Incubus the other day and everyone applauded when he took his shirt off. Hang on, you saw Incubus the other day? Yeah. Did he have all that at home? That's good, that was good. Crumbs. Lucky man. Given all the, all the stuff you do, this <laughs> sitting in this garage talking to us must rank fairly low. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than pumpkin picking, pumpkin picking in a torrential rain like I did this morning. Okay, so it's below seeing Incubus. <laughs> this, is where the, this is where the podcast is. I'm going on the podcast this afternoon. I need to do something really shit. Yeah. <laughs> a, re- a really low bar so I can at least slightly enjoy this experience. <laughs> so Flea's got his LA Lakers base. Fast rate makers. That's his, uh, that's his drop D base. Because he's in drop D for this. Oh, this is the knowledge. So when they play at Slane, they open, by the way, don't they? And then go pretty much straight into... Is it Scar Tissue second? I think so, if memory serves. You must have yeah, would have had to done a bass swap between those. Yeah. So is it dropped D as in the, the, um, the bass string's dropped and the rest is Yeah, so the tune? thickest string is down by yeah. a tone, effectively two frets. Could have just tuned up. Yeah, but then Anthony's got to sing higher then, hasn't he? Anthony's no, I mean, in between... If you play, by the way, strength Scar Tissue... You could just tune up your E-string, couldn't you? It, yeah, you could do. You could do, but, but the tension of the... Because on a bass guitar, the, the strings are so thick that the change of tension changes the bow of the neck. Right, okay. So it changes how the bass feels because you're stretching the, stretching the wood in. Or tugging the wood in. Tugging the wood, isn't you really have a raunchy form to say? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to no, get home and I'll get a little montage of all these things I've said, won't I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> So he looks down there now. He must know the thing's fine. <laughs> See, it becomes a habit, it becomes a tick, doesn't it? Well, that's right. And, of course, there was famously recently um, Joe Biden made a speech where at the end of it he said something like, end of speech. If you put a question mark on it, he will go up <laughs> So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> End of speech. <laughs> so you do have to be careful. Well, this is all scripted today, of course. What this podcast or yeah, this the podcast. particular performance? Oh, it is. Yeah. So you had to write that, yeah, and I mean, what I just said, and all the stuff that you're yeah. reading. That's why. This, that's why we don't do weekly episodes because it takes too long to script to do. There's a, a lot of scripting involved. Mm. Yeah. She'd really start wow. taking out the, all the ums. That was a nice triple, triple, triple size. Bounce. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at him. Great BVs, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, Fashante is right up there. Oh, that's oh! lovely. <laughs> and they're only getting better. Will we get a little shout? He he, here's, here's the chance for a little shout. Yeah, a little. It's just a bit. It's a bit more restrained. It's a bit more subdued. The the full roar. The slain would be an octave up. 
It, that will come, though. I'm more and more convinced of it. My, I was severely concerned that he wasn't going to reach his heights back in vocal-wise, but I think he is. Mm. I think, I think there's another step up, but he's pretty close. Yeah. Oh, there definitely is. You, you ready for the sound of 60,000 people disappointed they're not going to hear Under the Bridge? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's about to happen. <laughs> and they haven't even compensated by doing I Could Have Lied. Mind you, how much compensation would that have been to the majority of people there? Yeah. Well, I think that was a wonderful performance. Let's have... Is it Sam, show me the bar. Is it all over? The bar itself. They're not going to come back out. The bar itself. It's over. 18 seconds. Okay, well, we've got to talk about this last part. There's Chaz Bum. Yeah, he's just bending down. He's going to throw the sticks out. Strange. By no way does he look knackered, does he? No. No. No, he could do it all again. Just enjoying himself on the wing. And that brings us back to the point. It's of- over. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us back to what's going on here. Headphones off. Sort of loser. We're into the next commentary. That brings us back to the question of why do they insist on only playing for 90 minutes? And there we go. What a wonderful question from Sam about the 90 minute cutoff point. This is once again Ben from the post recording, but pre you hearing this. Uh, we must leave the intrepid podcasters in the garage. Very much hope that you enjoyed that commentary. There was plenty more to follow after we finished the commentary, which will be released as a bonus edition of the podcast at some point. We'll continue with the regular fortnightly, uh, fortnightly episodes, and that will drop in at some point when I have the chance to edit it. Things got a little bit, a little bit rambly, to say the least. Uh, a guitar was brought to the fore. Uh, versions of Scar Tissue sung to Road Trippin' and Road Trippin' sung to Scar Tissue were performed. Then then a quick version of Danny California. Things got a little bit long-winded for uh, a main episode of the podcast, possibly. But that'll come out as a bonus podcast. So, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, everyone, once again for listening. Become an ambassador. Email bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com to become an ambassador for the podcast. Ask any questions you want. We always love hearing from you. All right. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>